Hey everyone, it's Troy. And Isabella. Welcome to episode two of the NSA podcast. We have a student spotlight with our very own Morgan, a short story from Eve and Julia. We also have an interview with our very own Mr. Donlin and music transitions by James. We hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so I got some questions for you, Morgan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? I'm, Are you set? I was born ready. Okay. This year is your last year at NSA. Big old crescendo for you. How's, it, how's it feeling? Yeah. Um, not gonna lie, kind of hyped. Oh, yeah. It's No one likes high school, okay? Um, am I gonna be a little sad? Probably. Who's gonna bully Mr. Kutnick every day? Probably. Like, there will probably be someone who, like, takes up the mantle. But will they do it as good? I don't know. I, I think it'll be sad, but I think it'll be, like, a good thing. Because I've been here for four painfully long yeah. years <laughs> okay what are some of your fondest memories from the school easily again any time i've ever like gotten to a fight with kutnik that's too broad no, okay okay well like, there was one time where like i really pushed his buttons and he hid in the closet that's a true story yeah. you can ask anyone in that class you keep mentioning that I, i've never seen it um i like kept, i was a little mean my like sophomore oh, year really? so i kept pushing his buttons mm -hmm. and he went in the closet as a joke but he kind of stayed in there for a good five minutes Tell us about, I'm going to readjust this question. What do you want to be when you grow up? <laughs> um, as a joke, I definitely tell people all the time that I want to be on America's Most Wanted <laughs> list. Um, but in reality, and this is going to sound cheesy, I want to be a teacher, but I want to do it for special needs kids mm -hmm. because a lot of people like me and a lot of people here didn't get the opportunities they should have. Yeah. And I want to change that. Absolutely. All right. Tell us about some things that you're going to miss, like me. Doubtful. <laughs> Your best friend in the world, me? Doubtful. I, I think I'll miss, like, the, the people here. I'm not going to miss Kotnick. I'll miss other people here, not Sheridan either. I think I will miss you a little bit, a Absolutely. tiny bit. I think I'll miss the homeroom that we have because that's just... That's a riot. That's, that's a zoo. That's a just, zoo. it's like walking into a theme park every day. You it's don't like, know what you're going to get. What is the best piece of art? that you haven't made, that you've seen come out of this school? Besides any piece that I've created, yeah. definitely top one. Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to you. Your hey. hourglass last year, that was some pretty hey, good stuff. let's go. That was some pretty good stuff. Let's go. You were definitely robbed at the end of the line there. I was, I was robbed. Definitely robbed. I, I cried. I, <laughs> I won. You won, yeah. You got like a, a pre scholarship that you never got to use. Nope, and yeah. $500. And you got $500? Yeah. I forgot about yeah, it's that. It's in my college fund. Awesome. All right, so th this one you've expressed discomfort about, and you kind of yelled at me for it. A little bit. A little bit. Rank these enrichments. Makeup, drawing, and strategy games. You are like, you headed the makeup I, enrichment. I made, I built that thing. Yeah. I, that was Rome. That was my Rome. Yeah, so. Um, so that's number one. That's number Even though one. I'm not in it anymore, I, I built that from the ground up. Yeah. 
Um, sorry, Cutnik. Drawing is last. That's T. Um, and T, too. I was in both of them. I, it's just, like, it's, it's not good. I didn't like it. Um, I think strategy games in the middle, there were some times where I was like, yeah, this is fun. There were other times where I sat in the corner and just, like, bullied Urbo for a day. Okay. It would definitely go makeup, strategy games, and drawing. All right. No offense, T. Okay. What was the biggest disaster to ever happen in art class? Oh, no. Okay. Because, like, so, there's been a couple. Like, I don't know what year this was, but if you walk into the art class where the paint is, you'll see a huge red stain on the wall. That is because someone, I'm not going to name names, but if I need to name names, I will, didn't put the cap fully on the red paint jug, and I picked it up to put it in the the cabinet, but I'm a little short, so I got to do that, like, reachy thing, and I lost my balance, paint jug fell, cap fell off, paint everywhere on me, the counter, the now stained wall forever, and Kutnik... I have never seen more anger, and he looked like the Hulk. I was terrified. I was like, I'll clean it, I'll clean it, I'll replace it. He was like, whatever. It was was tragic. Now, this last question, you requested, like, personally. I did. Because this is near and dear to your heart. It is. But I'm going to add in something that you didn't plan. So I'm going to give you four Chris's to rank from best to worst. Easy. Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine. Okay, well, okay. Chris Hemsworth, Chris, um, Chris Evans is number one. Yeah. You, come on, look, look at him and he's tell me. He's Captain America. No, it's he's Captain Ashmerica. Ashm- um, two would have to be Chris Hemsworth. I mean, come on. Come on, he plays the God of Thunder. Hmm. Um, Chris Pratt is just screams boring man. Yeah. So he's like number three. And I don't really know who Chris Pine is. I just know like the vine where it's like, ask me what type of tree this is. And it's like a photo of you Chris Pine. You don't know Chris Pine? Um, but I'd put him number four just because I don't know who he is. So Chris was, Pine from Wonder Woman? I've never seen that movie. You've never seen Wonder Woman? Never. One of the best comic book movies of all time. I'm so sorry. You if it doesn't have Bucky Barnes in it, you you've disrespectful person. I can't right. believe you've done this. <laughs> all right. I think that's all we have. A little bit of a rodeo that we went on. That's your version of a rodeo? Buckaroo. I want to leave. <laughs> okay. I want to go home. So that's our segment. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, goodbye. Hi, I'm Eve. And I'm Julia. This is the first chapter of a story we're writing called Earth to Planet Bow. This first chapter is called A Stellar Landing, and you will soon see how utterly sarcastic that title is. Enjoy! Bow wiped the sweat from her forehead. Bathed in the flashing red of warning lights, she raced between the controls in a panic, flipping switches and pressing buttons desperately. A small explosion rocked the landing shuttle, making Bo stumble and accidentally hit a switch. No, 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 no! Bo cried as the speed of her descent increased drastically, sending the shuttle hurtling toward the ground. She grabbed a lever and pulled up with all her strength. The landing craft shuddered, then began to slow down, just enough to clear the tree line and land with a thunderous crash in a small clearing. As the shuttle halted its fall, Bo sat down heavily, leaning against the wall in exhaustion. She looked down at herself. 
a few scrapes and bruises on her arms and legs, but she was otherwise unharmed. Bo hoped the supplies and equipment would be in the same condition. Bo sighed as she slowly got to her feet and walked over to the elevator, taking inventory of the slight damage a few control panels had sustained. As the elevator brought her down to the analysis chamber below the control room, she cringed. Two of the testing machines were slightly crushed, and one more was flashing warning lights rapidly. The next room wasn't much better, and the two after that were almost completely trashed. Bo's heart sank when she thought about the time it would take to repair the broken analyzers, precious time she couldn't afford to waste. She shook her head, scattering the melancholy thoughts. There were things she had to do, and worrying about the damage would only slow her down. As Bo pressed a button, the door of the shuttle opened, and she stepped out into an alien world. Taking a deep breath, she focused her thoughts on the strange scenery around her, the visual and auditory sensations striking her as none she'd experienced before. The trees that surrounded Bo were taller than any that grew back on Earth, limbs reaching to the electric blue sky, clothed in deep brown bark with veins of glowing silver running along their length. The trees were laden with purple leaves in all shades, from lilac to violet to a deep velvety purple that bordered on black. There was underbrush that surrounded the trunks, the darkest shades of green that Bo had ever seen on plants, and the vines and grass curled around larger flora like the tentacles of some great beast underground. Bo's ash-gray eyes widened with every sight she took in. The black flowers, the bright fruits perched high in trees, the occasional flicker of movement in the brush as a vibrantly colored animal ran by so fast it seemed to practically fly. It all captivated her in a way nothing had before. Bo thought for a few seconds. Maybe this was the safe haven and paradise the people of Earth had been searching for. Maybe a colony could be built there, among the darkness on the ground and the colors in the sky. Bo sat on the stormy gray grass and stared up at the bright hues above. She almost felt at home already. Today, we're going to be interviewing one of the teachers here at NSA, Mr. Donlin. How are you today? I am fantastic. Happy to be here. Great. I'm kind of insulted that I come after Ed. Okay. Because I get it. Ed's got a great personality, and he has a face for radio. <laughs> Have you ever heard that saying? No. It means he, do he shouldn't be on TV because the way he looks. So, Mr. Donlin is the all-around best podcast interviewer because he's got... The face for video, he's got the voice of a god, and yeah, okay, okay thank you for having me. let's just go to the questions. Um, first off, how long have you worked at NSA? I actually have been thinking about this all day, how long I've been working here, because I can't remember. Um, I think it's been three years. We'll go with three years, it might be four. Right, okay. Um, um, long years, okay. three long years. Um, what are some of your favorite memories at NSA with students or staff? Oh boy, okay. I got two off the top of my head. One was my first or second year when we used to have the soccer house next door. 
Um, I brought a class over with um, one of the staff members in our school and I was playing goalie and I dove to block the ball and I got up and a bunch of students, uh, former students we don't have anymore, were screaming and I'm like, what's up, what's up? And they're like, look at your hand, look at your hand. And I might have told you guys this story before, but two, one or two of my fingers were sideways. And so I'm like, oh, it's no big deal. And they're like, it's broken. I'm like, it's dislocated. So I took both fingers and I snapped it straight. And yeah, and it was very embarrassing, but I, it turns out that they were broken to begin with. And Mr. Donlin's adrenaline was running that he just snapped them straight thinking he fixed the broken bones. And you know what? They were broken for a very long time. The other one was a fun uh, story about one of my uh, homeroom students two years ago, uh, Nick, he graduated last year. He, uh, he, he had his desk, this is when I was a teacher's aide. He had his desk next to mine and he was asking for help. And I smelled this weird, fish smell and I didn't know what it was so I asked him like do you have like fish for breakfast or something it turns out that he stored a fish for dinner the night before in his jacket to keep it cold he stored it overnight on his kitchen counter in his jacket and so the gross fish smell was his jacket that he decided to wear the next day. <laughs> so that was one of my funniest memories so far was uh, that. There's many other funny memories. I'm assuming you would think of some funny memories in our homeroom last year. Um, but. I remember when you yelled at me across the room when you told everybody to be quiet and then I said something and you yelled at me across the room. Okay, so no, that's not how the story went. Mm-hmm. The story went, my homeroom last year said that Mr. Donlin always yells, which Mr. Donlin does not. He's right. just very energetic and so I was saying I don't yell at students and then Isabella was trying to get my attention and I yelled what so maybe I do yell a little bit but it's all warm and comforting right everyone yeah mm-hmm. right okay yep. let's go on to what instrument do you think is the most annoying are you gonna be offended by anything I say oh uh, what are you gonna say well I was gonna say I was gonna I'm not gonna say that I dare you <laughs> I'm not going to, I'll keep away from that. So I wrote the cymbals because I find cymbals very annoying. Like drum, drums I can tolerate a little bit, mm-hmm. but when they're smashing the cymbals, I just want to leave the room. Okay. Um, no, singing's fine. You're a good singer. Oh, thanks. Certain singers, I would say. Mr. Koenig's a terrible singer. Oh, I can't say his last name. Uh, Miroslav. Miroslav is a terrible singer. Right. How was your experience while hosting the Hot Wings Challenge? Okay, so as you know, I'm one of the hosts of uh, the Hot Wings Challenge. Um, Okay, so I would say it was a it's a fantastic opportunity for me to, um, you know, have some wings, talk to some friends, you know, learn about one another. I would say prior to the hot wings challenge, I was fantastic with hot sauce. I could have the world's hottest hot sauce and I'd be okay. There's something going on internally where if you have these ranges of hot sauce and they're like excruciating and you have them every month, for some reason, I can't have hot sauce anymore. The other night I had sriracha like with something 
and I couldn't even have sriracha. I was crying. So I think I've regressed in my tolerance of hot sauce. And to clear the air, Ed, if you're listening to this, I did not cry. I was sweating, okay? There was sweat. With your eyes. With my eyes and, and my head. And I needed to leave because no one wants to see a sweaty old man. So that's why I left. Just want to clear the air. <laughs> Would you rather be an elf or a hobbit for a day? Okay. So I've been thinking about this all day, too. Are we talking like Lord of the Rings elf? Or are we talking like Santa's elf? There's a huge Whatever. difference. Like Santa's elves are like two feet tall. And Lord of the Rings elves are like seven feet tall and like a toothpick. Um, you need to pick. You, I can't. I need details. Probably like a, a hobbit elf. I I okay, Lord assume. of the Rings got it. Then I'm going with Hobbit, hands down. Okay, oh. if there was dwarf here, 100% would be a dwarf. But since it's elf or hobbit, hobbits are joyful. They're never angry or sad. They sing and dance. They live in their little hobbit hole, which is in the middle of like a hill. And they live in like a dirt mound. It's sick. Elves are just too like prim and proper, and I'm not that fancy. I would love to live in a hole. <laughs> Interesting. Um... Moving on, um, what's the weirdest thing in your fridge? Okay, so this one's funny. All right, so I have no weird food in my fridge because I almost have nothing in my fridge ever. Um, I just so happen to have about seven bottles of ketchup because whenever I go and need something for ketchup, I go to the store and get a bottle of ketchup. Rather than think, oh, I have some in the fridge, I just go to the store and buy a new one because I always think I don't have one. So I have about seven bottles. I bet some of them are expired too, but uh, seven bottles of ketchup. That's, That's my weird lot. thing. What's the most hilarious childhood memory you can think of? Okay. Well, I have to think of an appropriate one. Um, um, so when I was probably in sixth grade, I was mowing the lawn and there was a big rock at the top of my driveway. It was a hill. Rode the lawnmower, drove it right into the rock, flipped the lawnmower, went down a hill that has like poison oak and poison ivy, head to toe covered in poison oak, poison ivy. I was stuck like that and I did football, you know, forever. And so I had to run around in the fall sweating and my eyes were closed and I wanted to quit football that year because it was just so painful. But I, I went through it and I have my sixth grade class picture um, you know, just of me, and my mom still has it in the living room because she finds it hilarious, of me, you know, with swollen face, closed eyes, you know, smiling like, you know, a weirdo, and uh, yeah, so it was the weirdest, most disgusting, hideous picture you'll ever see, and my mom, like, has a shrine of ugly Mr. Donlin right on top of the mantle uh, in sixth grade. I need to see that. No, you will not. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, if you're about to get into a fight, what song comes on as your soundtrack? Okay. Um, let me think. What's the song? It's like simply the best, better than all the rest. That one would be good. Okay. Um, the final countdown. Mm -hmm. um, the Rocky theme song. Um, Eye of the Tiger would be good. Um, yeah, those would be the best ones. Cool, cool. Um, what's the most ridiculous fact you know? You know Magic School Bus? Yes. Take a guess on who you think sings 
Magic School Bus theme song. Take a guess. Wild guess. No, not me. I have no idea. Marisol thought it was me. It was not me. I was I was probably Imagine. two when Magic School Bus came out. Yeah, no idea. Little Richard. Little Richard sings the Magic School Bus theme song. Never knew that. I was blown away. I, so the, you should have seen me downstairs. When I found that out, Miss Dylan, uh, Megan was with me. I ran out of my classroom, running up and down the halls, telling all the Team 3 teachers who sang the Magic School Bus, because I was pumped. So, yes. Wow, I didn't Magic know Magic School Bus, Little Richard. Wow. Look it up. If you don't believe me, check it out. I will. Um, what weird food combination do you really like? Ooh. This is more of a merit question, but because he puts ketchup on, like, pizza. Um, you. But I used to, used to, Marisol, put ketchup on my steak. I find it, I find it now weird and disgusting, um, but I put ketchup on my steak sometimes. The other thing, hmm. Oh, I got it. This is going to be very weird. Um, if you take chocolate, like a little um, drizzle of chocolate, and you know like um, a nice honey-baked ham that you get like during the holidays or something, if you drizzle a little bit of that light chocolate on it, not done a lot. Try it out. I did that when I was a little kid. It was blown away. I never had it since, but it is an interesting combination. Hmm. Just a little, you know, Hershey's ketchup. Hershey's could sponsor this podcast. Uh, right on that ham. Okay. Yep. Um, okay, well, what that's... old person things do you do? Old per- I'm the youngest, one of the youngest staff members in the school. I don't do old person things. I would say, I go, okay, I can think of a few. Um, I have, I walked up the stairs today coming to this podcast and I was like hyperventilating. I think it's just because I'm out of shape because of COVID. But um, on top of that, um, I, I moan and groan when I get out of the chair because I feel like I'm 70. I think that's, you know, 27 I think is a new 77 right now. Um, but yeah, I would say those oh. are the things that I have trouble with and the old things I do. Okay. Um, what do you like to be complimented on? Um, my fascinating hairdo. Um, what else? My wonderful, uh, personality. Um, my all around athleticism is very nice. Um, you know, just things like that. Right. But, oh, you know, being one of the best math teachers that NSA has ever had. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, you know, John Keith would be up there, too. <laughs> okay. Marisol, you're not a teacher. You can't get credit oh, yeah. for anything. Yeah. we're. Um, this is the last question. I wanted to throw this in there because I thought it would confuse Wait, you. Wait, is this off the, t- off the record? Um, I put it in just in case. Is it the cereal one? Yep. Um, do you consider cereal a soup? Why or why not? What? What do you mean, what? You. Who on earth considers cereal a soup? Me. Can you okay explain? Explain. Um. Well, if it's in a bowl and it and there's like liquid in it, yeah, it's a soup. That's You're what I think. You're kidding me, right? No. So if I took like hot chocolate or coffee and put it in a bowl, is that soup then? It's soup. It's in a bowl, and you eat it with the spoon. So soup has broth. Right. Broth has to be from a vegetable or an animal stock. 
<laughs> if you have that, where is there broth or anything in cereal, Isabella? I, I, it doesn't have to be a broth. It's just a liquid in a bowl. Oh, my God. Okay, so, so do you have, like, tomato soup for breakfast? Um, no. I, could. I feel like you're holding in uh, a laugh because I feel like you probably do now. I I have. Oh my god! Really? What do you have? Like, beef stew with, like, for breakfast? With like grilled cheese too? or something? Why do you have grilled food? cheese for breakfast? Um, because grilled cheeses are good. Yeah, for lunch or dinner. It doesn't matter. So do you have cereal for lunch? I yeah I have. Okay, I do too. Never mind. But no, I if anyone is it, we had to survey the school because I think you two are the only. No. Loonies that do this. I've I've asked this question to multiple people and they agree with me. They're hundred percent wrong. Mm, nope. They're they're no. Okay, well, you're wrong. So um thanks for joining us today. This was very interesting. Thank um, you for having me. I think we need a long talk about the cereal soup conversation. Right, right. Bye people. Hey, this is Hannah. Thank you for listening to episode two of our podcast. We have so much more to come, so don't forget to come back and listen to the next one. Lend an ear and say podcast is here.